Hello and welcome back to Let's Unpack That. I hope you've had a great day. In today's episode, we're going to talk about stereotypes and misconceptions. First, we're going to look at what stereotypes are, the effects, and the dangers. From the dictionary, as a noun, a stereotype is a widely held but fixed and oversimplified image or idea of a particular type of person or thing. So this means that it's just like popular generalizations that are held about like a certain people group or a certain like type of person but these are like I don't know what like a lot of people agree with them but like they may not be true necessarily um and they're oversimplifying people or the thing for what it is so sometimes the effects of stereotypes can lead people to be afraid to be themselves and then break apart from the stereotypes because they put people into a box and they encourage uniformity and they kind of like dim people's uniqueness and especially racial stereotypes can perpetuate racial inequity and um, encourage like more harmful separations and like in general they're just building walls instead of tearing them down um I think the biggest thing is just like they hurt really hurt people's feelings and can diminish their worth as an individual and as I was doing some reading about stereotypes and especially racial ones and the effects I found something really interesting that it says that they can lead to discriminatory discriminatory behavior and what you think has a direct impact on the way you act around people of different races of of different cultures of things that are different than you so the stereotypes or just generalizations that you've internalized um make a big impact on the way that you treat people around you so it wouldn't be good just to talk about stereotypes so generally without giving examples So I've asked some of my friends, um, other students of color, to talk about stereotypes and just maybe give an example of one that they faced or a misconception that they've had to overcome. Um, And not all of them felt comfortable with their voices or wanted their voices to be in it. So first, I'm going to start by reading some of them and then after I read each one I'm just kind of kind of unpack it and talk a little bit more about how either if I relate to it or just kind of like what I see from that situation so a quote from one of my friends says I think that the most common misconception is when I start talking or when people see how I carry myself and they expect me to be ghetto and mean like I'm sorry if I'm respectful and a decent human being my favorite stereotype is when I is I hear is when they say, "Oh my gosh, you're well, you're so well spoken," end quote. And so I definitely relate to this one of the feeling of people thinking that like, you just sound super proper and like they have this internalized idea that like, black people, especially young black people, are just gonna speak with like a bunch of slang, kind of like, broken up. It's not gonna be super eloquent or use really good vocabulary but that's just something that I feel like has been like passed down but is definitely not true and a lot of my friends I would say are so different from this and 
do not have the same idea and I think I've also had people say that to me like wow you like speak so proper like you speak so like I don't know you use like yeah just like stuff like that and I think that's like really hard to hear because I agree with my friend saying like what do you expect me to be like did you expect me to be mean like did you expect me not to be respectful or not to use like the vocabulary I've been given um so I really relate to her in that feeling and I think that is a really common misconception like especially between people my age and maybe even older but I've just seen that one a lot as I've gone through middle and high school so um another example from one of my friends I'm going to read to you and it says when it comes to stereotypes relating to being black there's one situation I will never forget I remember it vividly I went to a new doctor one time the doctor took one look at me and the way my hair looked and kept making these jokes about me escaping somewhere or illegally crossing borders like some sort of escaped convict I don't know if he was joking, but the fact that he looked at me and immediately decided to associate crime, well, that made me not come back to that doctor's office ever again. The fact that people will assume things about you based on race and hairstyle is ridiculous. End quote. So I don't think I've had an experience quite like one of my friends, but I can definitely um, see the, like pain within that statement and I can like reading it back now I'm seeing how like trapped almost you feel in that situation like you're not really sure if it's a joke or if people actually mean it but like you can see the deeper hitting like meaning between it uh and just kind of like associating the way that his hair was maybe like braided or just like out natural and that like he is a black young man and just kind of like associating that with crime is just like really really harmful and especially just I don't know that's just that was that's something that's just like I feel like really common like he wasn't doing anything I mean he just went to the doctor's office um and like no one asked for that just getting a regular checkup and so I think things like that, those are when stereotypes and misconceptions can be especially, especially harmful because then people feel afraid to be themselves and ask for help because even in the most simplest of situations, like going to a doctor, they feel not respected or not worthy or just not comfortable to be themselves and to be there. Okay, so now I'm going to be reading another example um, that one of my friends shared with me. He says, I think the biggest stereotype I faced as a young person of color is people assuming that I am unintelligent. Often, particularly when I was younger, people would say things like, you're so articulate or you're so well-spoken. And I accepted their compliments, but it always felt like a little backhanded. It was like they assumed that I would not be well-spoken because of my appearance or some other preconceived notion. I remember when I first came to our school, someone in my advisory made the comment, you're actually smart as they reflected on some comments I made in a club meeting the previous week. Because of the way that the person phrased their comment, it was very obvious to me that they assumed I would not be smart. These kinds of comments happen quite frequently, and it is always very frustrating. 
In my experience, I have not seen people of color, fa- non-people of color, face these same types of assumptions simply because of their appearance. Um, so I definitely can relate to this. People just assuming that I'm not articulate or not well-spoken or not actually smart. And I think that happens a really a lot as younger people of color, just like he said. And so I, yeah, I just kind of noticed how like the frequency is really hard and often like just being in these spaces where people assume you're not smart and people assume that like you don't know what to do or just like you kind of accept compliments that don't really make you feel good is really hard and can kind of it can be kind of then hard to be like distinguish whether people are actually like respecting you or actually like glad that you're there or thankful for your contributions so I definitely can relate to this example next I'm going to have an example from one of my other friends but he wanted to record his own segment so I am going to insert that here so one stereotype that I've had to deal with mainly throughout my entire life is just the stereotype that since I have a lighter complexion that I don't really have to deal with the same struggles that people of a darker complexion have to deal with. And I've gotten statements like, oh, since you're lighter, you can be mistaken for being white or like people will treat you better because of how light you are. And that is not the case at all. In fact, it probably sparks more debates about like what race I am because I've been confused as being like um, Hispanic or even like Native American as well. Um, and it kind of... <laughs> upsets me because of how wrong they are and people just assume that I'm one thing or another which I mean if they just went up and asked me instead then I would probably give them like a straightforward answer I think one thing as a society that we can do more of is just asking questions about people's backgrounds and their family history because I'm sure a lot of people in society have really interesting backgrounds and like how their family either like immigrated to the U.S. or just how they came about as well um, after listening to his reflection, I really liked the part at the end, how he was encouraging people as a society to start with asking questions and finding out more before, like, just immediately going with whatever stereotypical generalization, um, you may have in your head, and I thought that was a really nice way of putting it, just, like, being curious and being interested in people um, shows that you care about them and that you really want to understand them. And I think that goes a long way, um, especially for people who have are like commonly misunderstood. And so I just thought that was a really cool way of putting it. Um, I also wanted to share just like my reflections on stereotypes and some of my experiences. So similar to my friend, I've definitely dealt with the one like of talking proper, you sound so proper, why do you act so like composed and stuff like that, which is just like, I think personally kind of crazy because like, am, uh, yeah, similar to my friend, like, am I not supposed to be respectful or just like a normal, decent-ish human being? So that's something I've definitely had to deal with. And I think over the years, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, that's just how people are going to see me and I'm not going to change the way that I do things just so that I fit into someone's weird like narrative of how I'm supposed to act. But something that I think I've like one step further than that is that 
especially as a um, black child of white parents, people say that I'm like acting white a lot. Um, And I think that's like a really big misconception I think people have of me. It's like, oh, you act so white because your parents are white. And I feel like that has been really hard to deal with over the years. But now I've gotten to the point where I think I look at it like that is the way that I might act and it might seem white to you but that's also like how I've grown up and those are my parents and the people that I live with and the people that I like seen older than me and so I'm imitating their actions I'm not necessarily doing it because I'm trying to act white it's just what's normal and what's comfortable to me and because I've grown up in a predominantly white school and a lot of the spaces that I'm in are more white it's just normal to me to see those people so I'm not going to try to change the way I act just so that it fits in like with what I look like um and so I think that's something that I'm still working on (laughs) just like how to respond in those situations because it's really difficult um especially just because sometimes like I don't know and I think I want to not be seen as like acting white or like acting black I just that's just like who I am and the way that I function and so I think it'll take some time definitely but I would yeah I would just hope that people would maybe just not (laughs) assume that just because I have like oh, like, your parents are white, you go to a really white school, it's maybe not me acting white, it's just the way that I am and the way that I exist. Um, Sorry if that didn't make sense. (laughs) I think another thing that I have uh, faced over the years is, like, you're not crazy, or, like, I'm so controlled, composed, like, so quiet, and I think, like, a really big stereotype, like, especially like black like women sometimes or just like black people in the media and stuff like that it's like you're just really loud really crazy kind of obnoxious um and just over the top and if you know me or if you don't know me I am not super over the top or super crazy or obnoxious I would like to say and so just kind of people like especially in white spaces just like not not knowing what to do with me, just like being like, oh, maybe this isn't true. Like all people are like that and I'm like quiet and more reflective rather than being super loud and outgoing. And I think people are often like confused by that and think it's a sign of me being like, just like shy, which partially sometimes I am shy or just like not being interested or just like not trying to be like everyone else when really that's just like the way that I am. Um, not because I'm just, like, not interested or not fun or um, things like that. And so I think those are, like, the biggest things that I faced in my life. But I also, like, think I wanted to spend some time talking about what I've seen in school and just, like, the damaging things I've heard. So that's what I'm going to shift to now. So being in a predominantly white school with not many students of color and um, 
when I say students of color, like, I don't just mean black or African-American students. I also just mean, like, Hispanic students, Asian students. There's just not many as a whole. I think often we have, in my school, there's, like, kind of messed up images of what those cultures are like just because there isn't much representation. Um, And so I think, unfortunately, because of that, people are often left with, like, a shallow general view of other cultures and that can lead to some really like hurtful comments in commentary so I feel like the most common things I hear is like when we're in history class you know talking about like slavery and stuff like that and I just think like automatically people's like eyes just like shift to the black people in the class or just like they just like are like oh I'm like really sorry about that and it's like well none of us actually lived during that time so I don't know why you're saying that or just like the general assumption that like oh like you're just like so oppressed like the history that you've had to deal with everything in your life is just like so sad and like dismal which I feel like isn't true so I hear that one a lot um also there's just like the general like I feel like, you know, thing that people are always like, oh, the the black people I know are like the rappers that I hear listening to music or just like the best basketball players or just like super stereotypical stuff like that. I feel like those are the people that we know about and the people that we celebrate. And on the note of celebrating, like during Black History Month, the people that we're like trying to talk about and raise up is like, oh, like Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, Harriet Tubman, which were like all amazing, lovely, wonderful people, but those are like the big icons kind of. And so I think people are just like not pushed to go to that next level, but just kind of sitting at like this surface point that's just kind of like kind of shallow. So just like not making the intentional effort to go behind like the popular generalization, Um, which I think can be really harmful. And back to what I was saying in the beginning about like diminishing worth, I think that especially for students of color that can feel like oh I must not really matter here um because like people don't see me for more than like these couple people what they did or this couple events in history like and I think that's when stereotypes and misconceptions can just be really really damaging and harmful so I think that's how I see it play out most in um schools and situations like that um so that's kind of all I wanted to say on that note about stereotypes in school um I don't know if this episode will all technically like flow together or if all my ideas make sense but I mainly just wanted to reflect on stereotypes share examples and um just kind of leave you with something to think about so yeah thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it if you want to stay engaged with the podcast you can follow it on instagram at let's unpack that dot podcast that's where i will announce new episodes and engage with listeners and ask polls and questions and things like that i hope you all have a wonderful day and you'll tune in next time